here we are proceeding down the road toward the end of 2023 and aren't we in one heck of a battle to try and save our nation and how do we do that we have to win the left we have to win over these liberal left radicals who have been so complicit in doing all they can to destroy america and in order to accomplish that task i think that we really need to grasp a concept and i'll call it the melting pot principle because i think this is the way that we can really awaken america and it's something that we absolutely must do you're listening to unity without compromise i'm so glad you're with me today this is dr steve latulip and i've got some great words for you today i think that we have reason to be optimistic we've got a lot going on right now we know that we have been in this forever struggle between good and evil between right and wrong and frankly that struggle is as old as time itself history tells us the story again and again that virtue is better than vice now in my youth i used to think that the times of ignorance and utter evil were way behind us. It was nice to be raised in such a naive state. In my youth, I thought that the things that happened in the good old days or the bad old days, for example, when I completed, contemplated the ancient times, I naively thought, for example, that the Roman Colosseum and those torture chambers of the Dark Ages were long gone. And I was really grateful for it. I used to watch the movies sometimes <clears throat> on, on Rome when they were torturing these people, the gladiators, and when they were, these poor human victims were being eaten by the lions. And I thought, wow, I'm just so glad that that is over with. It's done because we now live in a civilized world, right? We are so much more advanced. Well, then I learned in school that animalistic barbarism really has continued in various forms throughout history, and you can bet it's happening very frequently <clears throat> in our modern times. And that's just what we saw with Hamas invading Israel. We saw the worst of the worst of what humanity can do in hurting other people. And then in school, I learned about the Hitler gassing the Jews and his physicians performing all these really gory experiments and procedures on human beings, torturing them in ways unimaginable just to see what would happen, as if we human beings were less than lab rats. And then as we advanced, as science progressed, and as man's technology got better and better, well, so has his ability to devise new ways to torture human beings. It's a very sad testimony to who we are as human beings. It, make us, it makes us think about human nature. I mean, who are we really? What evils are we capable of? As soon as you and I think that we are above and beyond anything, doing any evil, we need to humbly think again, because if we are 
placed in the right circumstances. And if our minds are twisted enough, we are capable of doing all the ugly things that Hitler did and that those people are doing right now, like Anthony Fauci, like Bill Gates. They are doing horrible, horrible things to mankind. And their wickedness is costing many millions of people their lives, their sanity, their life. Most recently, humankind has faced the new Holocaust, created in the laboratory a novel virus and a follow-on shot that they said is the answer, the cure, right? But what has it done? It has devastated literally millions of people across the planet, and it continues to wreak havoc. People are still dying every day from the shots, and they're still pushing them, still calling them safe and effective. They are still trying to persuade you to buy into their lies. And I'm telling you, we cannot have any part of that. You would think that with all the victims of such abuse, you know, family members, friends, witnesses to the terror, seeing it firsthand, you would think that this would awaken and uh, people and cause some kind of a vehement protest against it. <clears throat> But the people that are really willing to stand up and protest are very few. Despite all of the death and destruction that this has brought on, they do not stand up and call it what it is. At least most do not. On the other hand, there's a few who are fighting this war for our country right now and this battle for humanity, really. But they're aware... There are just way too few in number. And I keep asking myself, how in the world do we reach these people who seem to be so blind to what is happening, despite all the evidence? What is it going to take to awaken these people? And how do we reach the woke population of the world that still puts its faith in the left. Well, this is the topic of what I would like to investigate today. How do we win over the liberal left? And because I see that we are, to a large extent, really ineffective so far, I think we need to reconsider something that goes back to our roots. And I call it the melting pot principle because it will explain how and why we became such a profoundly prosperous and powerful nation. And if we can understand the principle, then maybe we can develop within ourselves a greater boldness, a greater strength of mind, a, a greater willingness to reach out and say, yeah, you know what? I can go to the store. I can go down the street, talk to my neighbors, and I can influence people for their good and for the good of our nation. And I do firmly believe that. And so my aim is to share these principles with you today. And I suppose that we really need to ultimately sort all of this out to understand why we have such a, a high demand 
to bring people over to seeing the truth by simply looking at the facts, looking at the data, looking at the really the best science, and then just having a little common sense. We have to ask ourselves, what is our ultimate purpose in engaging the left? And how do we awaken them? How do we call them to the higher ground? And do we, in fact, have an answer to that question for ourselves? Are, are you and I living on a higher ground? Or do we have a better life because of the principles that we choose to live by? Well, if we do, then we need to offer them something better than what we're getting right now in America, because we are dragged into the mire. We are being pulled into the swamp of the deep state, and they want to drown us in the mud, literally. <clears throat> and the sad truth is that weak minds is the goal of all the propaganda and brainwashing. They want us to disengage our brains they want us to not think for ourselves, but to just be obedient little puppets, just, kind of, just like our president, our so-called president. He's not the real president. Biden was not, was not elected president. The presidency was stolen from us, from we the people who claim to have a government that is designed by us purposed to work for us, but it's not happening. But I challenge you today to understand that relieving human suffering is always, always a worthy undertaking, isn't it? It's worth the sacrifice. It's worth the sorting out, the working out, the reasoning of things in your mind so that you can convince yourself that you have a duty to reach out to the other side. We have to engage the left knowing right up front that it's going to be, uh, you know, a challenge straight from hell, to be honest with you. It can be very hard. The left has been trained to lambast us, to ridicule and insult us, and to disavow anyone who does not align with their new thinking. And that's what has been going on for the past several years, maybe decades. You know, so we see Barack Obama, he tried to shame us and redefine us. How many times did this imposter of a man tell us that ain't who we are? That's not who we are. Well, who are we? Barack Obama, who are we? Well, he says we are not a Christian nation. <clears throat> we are a people of principle, and therefore we should allow anything and everything. We should be willing to sacrifice even our freedoms for the sake of the other. Well, what is that but communism? That is communism and socialism. And when in history has that ever worked to prosper a nation, to make people's lives better? Absolutely never, never, never. And we can't buy into those lies. That ain't who we are, Obama. Hillary Clinton, what did she call us? <clears throat> those of us who love our country who wanted America to be great and prosperous 
and a force for good in the world, Hillary Clinton called us a basket of deplorables. Name-calling, 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 right? All the time. Listen to Joy Behar, right? And others of her ilk. They have all kinds of names for us. They have been trained to label us who love God and America with all sorts of derogatory titles. <clears throat> I suppose the chief one is a racist. Everyone who disagrees with the left is automatically a racist. Huh, how dare you disagree with me? And yet they disagree with us all day long. Racists, right-wing radicals, right? We are homophobes. We are Zionists. We are MAGA cultists. They tell us we're losers if we don't choose to follow them and think exactly as they do. And of course, they, the great majority of them, don't even realize that they are useful idiots in the system of the globalists who are trying to enslave us. People still haven't gotten it. But I say that as just a general trend. But the truth is, we are winning right now a lot of converts. A lot of people are starting to wake up. And we more than ever now need to re realize, just recognize that we have got this strategic urgency before us right now to win over all whom we can. We have to try to win hearts because the harvest is ripening. Our time is very, very short. Nobody has any idea what's going to happen after November 5th, 2024. We will hopefully have an election, but what is going to result from it? No matter who gets elected, let's say President Trump is elected for a second term. I don't see how that could not happen in a fair and honest election system. A voting system that works says we are already absolutely confident, those of us who have any common sense and, and reasoning abilities, we look at the data and we say, yeah, Donald Trump is going to be the next president. And that doesn't mean that everybody loves Donald Trump. A lot of people don't like his personality. He's got a brash New York personality. He says it like it is. He speaks boldly. He's not afraid to insult people sometimes and call names. He says things that seem to be inappropriate for the time or just inappropriate because they are the plain truth spoken at what some people consider the wrong time. But when is the wrong time to speak the truth? Let's be honest. When is the wrong time? If there's any mistake with Donald Trump, it might be in that he doesn't always speak the truth in love, or so it seems, but I would even question that. I would probably disagree with that because what I see is this man has sacrificed an awful lot because he loves his nation, because he loves the, the people of the United States, the everyday people who work and make the wheels in America turn. Yeah, so we got some work to do. Because the other thing we need to recognize is that the left is growing increasingly desperate. They are scared. They are shaking in their boots right now because they see that for the most part, the Americans, the people who live in America and who make America work, they are fed up with our 
government gone bad. Our rogue regime right now is killing us literally in every sense, in every way that they can. And those weasels that participate in that, look at what they're doing. Bill Gates is always on to something to try and, and ruin people somewhere. And he always wants to make money at it. He makes a lot of money off of the pain and suffering of human beings. Now, that man, when he meets God, I'll tell you, I wouldn't want to be Bill Gates. I would not want to be in shoes because he is going to meet his maker one day. The judge of the universe is going to look at Bill Gates and say, look at what you have done. And now it's time to pay the price. See, that scares me if I was in his shoes. But the left is becoming increasingly desperate. And as any desperate animal that is cornered will do, they'll do crazy things. They'll do things beyond anything you'd ever think of. And I think that we are going to see this come out in 2024. So prepare yourself because it's going to be one heck of a bumpy ride. It's going to be a roller coaster. But, but what about those people who possibly can be swayed? And how do we know whether or not they can be swayed or not? We don't. Some people still think that Joe Biden is the greatest president this union has ever had. Now, the conservative bunch of us, we look at these people and we think, are they absolutely insane? Are they off their rocker? Do they not see what this bumbling idiot is doing? Can't they figure out that Biden is not making the calls for this country? And who's doing it? Because that's the person that has to be eliminated, abolished. Because somebody is rapidly doing all they can to destroy us. And let's give them credit. They're doing a really good job of it. But do you think you're going to convince these kind of people that the Obama-Biden regime is, is destroying America? Why can't they see this for themselves? What is so blinding them? I mean, my own personal feeling is that these people cannot be right in their minds. They are mentally deficient. They are psychiatric cases. Who bewitched them? Who put the spell on these people that they just can't see anything? Or are they just plain stupid? Well, I don't know. I honestly don't know. But I do know this. It's not a hopeless cause. It's never a hopeless cause. When there is life, there is hope. The old saying, right? And that is true. And we are actually seeing some of the most unlikely people coming around to their right minds. They're becoming sane. They're saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. Time out. The light bulb has come on. I, I just can't buy into this anymore. Look at what is happening to us. 
I see the writing on the wall. I see where we're going. And we are a doomed nation if we head continually on the path that we are now heading. And I'll have no more of it. Well, I get excited hearing that. Recently, did you hear this? The BLM leader and former a former Democrat in Rhode Island. Now, that's my home state. I was born and raised in Rhode Island. A very radical state. Very radical. Very corrupt. But the BLM, BLM leader in Rhode Island has now fully endorsed President Trump. And I listened to the words of what he said justifying why he has changed his views. You know what he called Donald Trump? He called Donald Trump a real man who has done more for blacks than any other president I can think of in my lifetime. Whoa, this is a BLM leader, guys. Remember, BLM are the bad guys. They're the ones that have been doing the bidding of the evil empire that I believe is inspired by Obama. I think Obama's been running a lot of the show, making the calls. Sure, he's got a lot of influence. Sure, he's getting paid off, I'm sure, tremendous sums. But here is a BLM leader, Black Lives Matter leader, who by definition has said nobody matters but the blacks. Now, isn't that what Barack and Michelle Obama pushed? They wanted us to be fighting again. They wanted to totally, totally banish every good principle that was taught and preached and fought for by Martin Luther King Jr. Now, Dr. Martin Luther King is a hero of mine. Did he have everything right? No, but he was a good man. And he loved the Lord and he loved people. And he said, we need to get along. We need to unify. We need to have laws that protect both the black man and the white man and the yellow man and the red man and any other color men and women and children. Let's be a good nation, right? That's what he was all about. But the point is, if somebody like a BLM leader from Rhode Island can be converted to the right side, and I mean right politically, and I mean right morally, then I suppose anybody can change the way they think. And I see that happening. The tide is turning. We are fighting, some of us, every day. We are sacrificing ourselves so that we can preach the good news that can save America. And I'm determined to do it. And I believe many of you are, but you haven't been actively doing it because you're not fully convinced or you're not persuaded. How do we really do this? Or is it my job to, to reach out to my liberal neighbors, my liberal family? Is it worth the fight? Well, let me tell you, yes, it is worth the fight. It is very much worth saving America. And for every day that you or someone else is silent, who knows the truth, who knows to do good and does not do it, well, meanwhile, the evil continues in America. And it's killing us. Look, they voted in quarantine camps in New York. Can you believe that? Can you see someone coming to your house in the cold and flu season? Oh, I, I heard you were sick or your child went home from school sick, coughing, 
And so we're here to come and take you away from your home and put you into one of these quarantine camps. And sorry, folks, you just lost your freedom. You don't get to leave that place until we say you can. What? You've got to be kidding me. Would I allow someone to do that to my family? No. Not without a fight. Not without a confrontation. Not without a fight that would even involve whatever arms I have in my home to defend my home. I'll be just point blank honest. No. I have a right and an obligation before God to defend and protect my family, and I shall. And I hope you will too. And don't let anybody tell you you can't talk about that, right? Why would you? These people are evil. Recently, we saw this, this pedophile promoting restaurant and bar in Florida called Hamburger Mary's, right? They get to continually sexually abuse children because our United States Supreme Court voted, uh, what was it, uh, six to three. They voted that the law that Governor DeSantis put into effect to criminalize the sexual abusing of our children, the Supreme Court barred it, said you couldn't enforce that law. Well, it's still an appeal. What's going to be the final outcome of that? I don't know. But the Supreme Court said, no, they can continue to sexually abuse children until this is all sorted out. That makes me very angry, just very angry. I want no part of that kind of stuff. And meanwhile, you just can go down the list. Voter fraud is still rampant in most states. Early voting is now allowed in 47 states. What happens with early voting? Well, it gives the left, the criminals, of election fraud, it gives them the opportunity to manipulate the votes. And, and then there's the absentee mail-in voting. All states have it. Some require a valid excuse, but how many? Only 14 states. How many states have all mail-in voting? Eight of them. You could probably guess them, the most liberal, right? California, Colorado, Hawaii, Nevada, Oregon, Utah, Vermont, and Washington state. Wow. So the voter fraud continues as we continue to be silent. And what about gun control, right? Do everything possible to disarm us. That's what they are doing. They are using psychiatrically unstable pawns to do their bidding, trying to convince these psychiatric cases to go out and commit mass murder. I'm sure they are encouraging them. They are certainly doing nothing to try and stop them. And then they will try and convince you that you will be safer in your life if you turn over your guns to the government because the government will protect you. This is Nazism all over again. And I beg you, please don't fall for that nonsense. You just can't fall for this stupidity. The government wants you disarmed so that they can point their arms at you, at your head and say, comply or die. And meanwhile, as we are silent, the enemy 
continues to destroy our economy. The national debt now is what? Almost $34 trillion and it is soaring. The rate of increase is soaring right now. We are about to face a complete economic collapse. No, things are not going well in America. We are failing rapidly as a nation because we are not willing to stand on principle, not willing to fight for principles, and it's killing us. And we have to root out our excuses, our reasons for not fighting and say, okay, okay, I'll join the fight. That's what I'd like to see. A lot of us who are really trying to make a difference, we would like to feel less alone. You know, just have some recruits here. We have a country that we are trying to save. But things are not going well. The border invasion continues. Mayorkas is akin to Hitler's right-hand man, Heinrich uh, Himmler, right? What's he doing? What is he doing? What is Mayorkas doing? He is not just not protecting our borders, but he is opening up the borders fully so that all of these military-age young men can come in and spread throughout our country, ready to do harm to us when they ring the bell. When they sound the alarm, when the bugle blows, they'll be ready to take us on. Are you going to be ready to... to to fight this evil, to take on this domestic enemy who has invited foreign enemies to help them? I hope you are. Well, we need to sort it out. I'm going to take a short break and then I want to come back and really discuss in detail this melting pot principle that can save America. And hopefully I can recruit you to actively join the fight to save America. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. 
For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. The buildup of spike proteins is dangerous to your health. Global Healing's Foreign Protein Cleanse detoxes your body, removing the spike proteins, allowing your body to repair from within. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has. Creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. AmericaOutloud.news, delivering a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. Join us in the fight for liberty and justice for all. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Welcome back. This is Unity Without Compromise. I'm Dr. Stephen Tulip. So glad you're with me today. I would encourage you, please, to spread the news. Uh, this show airs at 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the weekends, on Saturday and Sunday. I also want to really encourage you guys to get to AmericaOutloud.news. Catch up on the real happenings in America of significance and understand that when you access the articles and the podcasts on this news website you are actually listening to a melting pot of conservative views we are a patriot think tank now we don't all agree you've probably figured that out yourself we have differences of opinions many opinions but we do respect one another. We do listen to each other and we challenge each other. We are all flawed human beings who are seeking the good for our country. And because of that, we can have a discussion and we can have opposing views and come into the melting pot and have frank, honest discussions and apply a little logic and common sense and then hopefully we shape one another's opinions. It's happened with me. It's happened with others. And it can happen with you. But we honor and respect one another. And that is important. That is how we flesh out the truth and how we elevate the ideals that can really save America. That's what I'm so excited about. 
Now, today, I want to discuss in detail this melting pot principle that can save America. Now, I pointed out all of the things that are, are so important to us and why they are important. We ultimately have to somehow be able to engage the left in a meaningful way. That means we try to win over as many of them as we can. And we have to do it sensibly. We can't be ranting, raving idiots who just lash out at them. That's what they do to us, I know. But we don't have to return the same kind of treatment to them. We have to rise above it and just simply speak the words of truth. And when we do that, we make headway. Remember, we are living in this life experience, right? We live on the planet Earth. We all are subjected to the same data, the same laws of physics, the same weather, the same circumstances in our economy, in education, in everything that we do. We have the same data. We are all living life under the sun. And so we, that's our common ground right there, life under the sun. And when you look at how rapidly America is just crashing, I would suspect that everybody is looking for the solution. How do we fix things? You know, we're, we're busy on the left and right blaming each other. Oh, it's your fault. No, it's your fault. Well, forget it. We all want to save America. I'm assuming, not all, the globalists do not want to save America. They want to destroy America. But I'm talking about the average Joe Blow on the street, every, every, the average everyday American who is struggling to make ends meet right now. I think that they want a solution. But we have to find an answer to the question, how, how do we actually save America? And for us, who claim to know the truth, to have a better understanding of the way things are and why they are, we have to be able to reach the left. Is it possible? Yes, it is. And I would suggest it's becoming actually increasingly possible. And I am excited about that. Black Lives Matter. I mean, the leaders of this organization can be swayed. And this leader from Rhode Island, he, I don't believe he's the only one. I can't recall anybody else right now, but there have been other BLM people who have come around to the right side. We've even got the hood endorsing President Trump, the inner city criminals, you know, the ones that live a life of drugs and sex and crime in these rundown, filthy cities in the blue cities that are run by Democrats. Yeah, you know what? They're starting to see the light. They want something better, and I want something better for them too. I wouldn't want to live in those hell holes, but America is rapidly becoming a hell hole, and people are seeing it. But these are the very people who are now beginning to endorse Trump. You know why? Because they endorse America. They want to make America a better place. They don't want it to be last on the bottom of the feed chain, the food chain. You know, they, they want to be able to taste a little piece of the pie for themselves. And I want it for them. And that's why they're endorsing Trump. Everybody wants to live, and everyday living is just getting a little bit harder every day. The government is actively engaging in killing us, and they are killing us. I mean, look at the evidence. It's, it's, it's bounteous. The rich 
are getting richer, the poor are getting poorer, and it's not going to be too long before we're going to see a completely invisible middle class because it's disappearing and it will continue until we simply have the elite ruling class and the slaves. No, I don't want that. And I know you don't want that. Most of you who live in America have at least a common decency to say, okay, you know, I hope the other guy makes it too. I want good things for the other guy. Some of you, the majority of you actually do feel this way. Now, we have in our Declaration of Independence that all men are created equal, right? And we claim, I mean, we clarify it. Well, we mean equal opportunity to choose your own path. That's called freedom. But let's just state it. We are not all equal in most ways. We just are not. For one thing, life is not fair. And we've all been dealt a hand of cards and we have to play it the best way we can. Some people get a whole lot of brains. Some people don't get much in the way of brains. Some people have a lot of muscle, a lot of brawn, and they use it to their advantage. They become big athletes. They do big, big physical things, you know? They're tough. Other people have a lot of wit. They're funny. They're humorous. They win over people, so they have no trouble having friends. But other of you are introverts, and making friends is tough, but you have some other skill. Maybe you can play a musical instrument really well, or you have some other gift, and all gifts come from God, by the way. But we have no choice in some things. I had no choice in my place of birth. I was born in Warwick, Rhode Island, lived in Coventry, Rhode Island, I had no say in that. I did not choose my parents. My mother and my father were not perfect people. They were good people, but they weren't perfect. And when I grew up, I didn't want to be like them in every way, I assure you. And I'm sure my children don't want to be like me in every way. But we have no choice in our parents, right? We don't. If your father and mother are drug addicts, pushing the booze every day and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And that's the life that you were born and raised in. What chance do you have, right? Well, until you are an adult, you got to put up with a lot of stuff and it can break you. It can destroy you, but it doesn't have to. You can break apart from it. We all have circumstances in our lives, but are we equal in some ways? Oh, yes. Now, the Bible doesn't explicitly say that all men are created equal. But in Malachi, for example, the Old Testament, the last book of, uh, of the Bible, uh, well, yeah, Malachi 2.10, uh, do we not all have one father? Yes, we do. Has not one God created us? Yes, he has. And I will assert that as a Christian. It implies that we are equal at least in inherent value before God. We sing, if we ever learn the Bible songs uh, that were taught so abundantly in the past, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. And Jesus did promote this principle in Galatians 5.14. For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this. 
you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Maybe that's what I'm asking you today. In the book of James, chapter 2, verse 8, for those of you that want to go there, um, this law of loving your neighbor as yourself is called the royal law. James called it that, the royal law. I love that because this is the very power of our Constitution. It was founded on a Christian principle. But right now, in America, aren't people really confused about this? They are very confused about our Christian roots. Some would even deny it. What do you mean Christian roots? Well, they know nothing about history, and that's because the woke government that we have now is doing all they can to erase our history for the purpose of destroying America. And we have to understand why America became the great melting pot that it did in the first place when we were first founded as a nation. It was not by accident that we became the world's great melting pot. It was by design. And for that reason, we need to understand this melting pot principle. Ask yourself this. Have you ever wondered what exactly has attracted so many people to America? Why do they want to come to America? Well, I assure you, it's not because of Joe Biden, right? No way. No, it's because of the law of liberty. We're told again in the book of James, chapter 2, verse 12, so speak and so act as those who are to be judged by the law of liberty, the royal law, right? Only don't use it for vice. The law of liberty is a Christian law. And in reality, the world was attracted to the law of Christ. In John chapter 13, verse 34, Jesus said, a new commandment I give to you that you love one another, even as I have loved you, that you also love one another. This is the melting pot principle. Now, it goes further than that. The melting pot principle comes from Scripture. It comes from the words of Jesus himself. And our entire nation was founded on this principle. And that's how we became a melting pot of all kinds of people from all different nations, races, creeds, and so forth. If you were coming into the harbor after France gave us that great big, the tallest statue uh, structure in the world, the Statue of Liberty, Lady Liberty. And what does it say on there? The words say, give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses, yearning to breathe free, the wretched refuse of your teeming shore. Send these, the homeless, tempest-tossed to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. Now that was written by a poet named Emma Lazarus. They took from that poem the words and put them on the Statue of Liberty. Now, when that statue went up, over the next two decades, over 12 million immigrants came to America. They were Irish, they were Russians, Italians, French, Germans, Scandinavians. They came from everywhere, from all over the world. And upon their arrival, they were given this guidebook that read, forget your customs and ideals. Select a goal and pursue it with all your might. 
you will experience a bad time, but sooner or later, you will achieve your goal. Don't take a moment's rest. Run. In those words was the idea, the concept that all men are created equal, equal to pursue opportunity for your life, for your family. Let me ask you this. What other nation has offered such hope and promise? I mean, where do you go? Any Muslim country? Would any Muslim country invite you into their country and say, get out there and do it? Make the best of yourself. Good luck. Don't give up. Don't get discouraged. You're going to make it. What incredible encouragement. But what Muslim nation would invite people from other places to their country like that? What European nation would do it? England, Great Britain, right? France, Hungary, Yugoslavia? I mean, where would you go? What Asian country? Japan, China, Thailand? I mean, who is going to have such words as we have written on our Statue of Liberty? What other country would you go to with that kind of opportunity? There is none. America is the land of opportunity. And so what happens? They come to America. Who? The Muslims, the Europeans, the Asians. They come to America because a Christian nation thrives. That's the answer. And the melting pot principle of a life of liberty, a law of liberty that says you are free to pursue life and liberty and happiness, that is the melting pot principle, and you get it only in a Christian America. And I specify specifically a Christian America because no other country other than a Christian nation would or could pull off such an awesome, beautiful invitation to anybody. Come to our land if you choose. Immigrate, but come legally and make us even stronger because of your hard work and your devotion. Well, how could any nation possibly offer such hope? It had to be a strong Christian nation in order to show the grace and the acceptance to all who came. And that's what I think we're missing. We're not understanding that apart from a Christian nation, America would not be, and we wouldn't have all this acceptance, you know, this, this love for those who disagree with us, who think differently, who worship differently, a totally foreign, different God even. We say, look, we'll accept you because we cherish you as a human being. But only a Christian nation would have such an acceptance and love for people. And that's what I think we just don't get. Why did it work? Why did this melting pot work with all these people from all these different countries? They come to America. They went to work. They lived their lives. They worked hard. And they reaped the rewards of their labor. Why did it work? Because everyone accepted and supported this Christian principle, the law of liberty. Don't be deceived. If you think this country can survive apart from Christianity, you have been duped. 
you are believing the greatest of all lies. When they came to America, nobody challenged the Christian principle. Everyone prospered by it. And for that, they were grateful. Well, the gratitude is now gone, unfortunately. Now, the contents of the great melting pot are being poured out as an offering on the altar of greed and vice. And this is what we need to recognize. This is what we need to change. I hope I'm not getting too preachy today, but look, there's some great verses here. Another one in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 15 and 16 says, For this is the will of God, that by doing good, you may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men, as free, yet not using liberty as a cloak for vice, but as bondservants of God. This is why America is in crisis right now, because we are using our liberty as vice, as a cloak for vice, and we're allowing foreigners come in to come in and use it for their vice as well. And they are not honoring God. This is why America is dying. And in verse 17 of 1 Peter chapter 2, we are told, and this is key, Honor all people, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. There are the ingredients of the melting pot. Well, the melting pot principle must be restored if we are going to save America. But how do we do it? How do we do it if we refuse to fear God? We just, I can't figure out a way. I have to speak the words of the Bible, the words of Jesus Christ. I have to proclaim the gospel in order to bring back this melting pot principle that made America so great so that we can continue to be great. But if we do not defend this principle, then we're washed. We have no other option but to restore it, or we perish. But let's ask this. Do we fight for it? Well, did the colonists fight for it? They were facing severe religious persecution under the King of England. That's why they wanted to come here. That was the perhaps the chief reason was religious persecution. So they came to America so that they could practice Christianity faithfully according to the standard of the Bible. That gave us America. If you don't understand that, then you need to really study up on your history. The colonists fought for it, and they fought with everything they had because that's how precious it was to them. But let's ask us, is it worth fighting for? Are you willing to fight for your country to do whatever it may take to save our nation? I am. I most certainly am. And what do we have to look forward to? Well, let me tell you, the suspense of the coming year, it's killing us, right? Everybody wants to know what's going to happen. It's like we're in a free fall. We have no idea what is going to be at the bottom here. We don't have any idea what's going to happen if and when we come out of this storm, it could be very ugly or it could be very beautiful. 
But if we are not willing to fight for our country, yeah, the suspense may very well kill us. We can be sure of the outcome if we are not willing to stand and fight for the principles that we have affirmed throughout our history as a Christian United States of America. And now let's get back to our roots. Let's be a part of it. Let's be a part of history, the history of saving America. It is something that you will live to be very proud of. It's something to tell your children and your grandchildren and those who come after you. We can do this. We can pull it off. We must understand fully the melting pot principle and know that it can awaken America. It's happening. You are listening to Unity Without Compromise. I'm Dr. Steve Latour. Until next week, adieu.